Updating. I can have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It's episode 26 of the Hitman Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. Is it one twenty six or one twenty seven? I don't remember. I'll fix it. One twenty six. Yeah. This okay. is episode one twenty seven. Just in case I need to switch it out. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Um, I told myself I wasn't going to drink because I got to get up early, and I was like, "God, oh, we're just putting." Which is funny because you tried to change the schedule to a little bit earlier, yeah. and so when I saw you bringing beer, I'm like, well, "Wait, what? Is, which is it? Is that going to put well, you to sleep?" No, no, I'll be okay. But since our, since they hate my field trip on Friday. I haven't rousing success. It was very cool. We'll get into that. I haven't. No, that's more like two days. But I didn't have. I didn't have a drink in those couple of days. Um, play the applause music. <laughs> but uh, I didn't think. I didn't think about it just because you know sometimes you drink a lot. Like uh, take a few days off. I wasn't going to. And then uh, and then the goddamn debates came on tonight. And so I was like, you know what? This is just if this is gonna be clown college, then I'm gonna be clown college too. I'm jumping on board. I'm like, if this is what America wants, this is what America's getting. So, so you, you actually sat down. I watched all, almost all of it. I I had to tend to the I had to tend to my children for a minute. So I, I missed maybe twenty minutes of it, twenty five minutes. And I was angrily group texting people that didn't agree with me and stuff like that. So I probably missed bits and pieces of it. Yeah. Uh I watched it. Um my wife actually, she came home and I had my I had my notebook out writing like notes for the podcast. She's like, Are you taking notes on the uh, debate? Oh really? No, yeah. I, I actually I drew. I would have prepared that I much. drew a picture of a uh, a globe, a fart, and a, uh, <laughs> a heart with a banner through it. A heart with a banner. Yeah, like an old school tattoo, like a flash tattoo. Yeah. Are you Ed Hardy all of a sudden? No. You're like these candidates make me think of hearts, farts, and uh, the earth. Well, I like the earth and the farts. There's that, there might be some. Deep, there might be some deeper meaning to that. An, an S that turned into a dollar sign. Uh, what made you come up with that stuff? I don't know. I don't know what makes me come up with a lot of things. I mean, you'll see, like, I get, I'll get manic, and I'll just be like, just most of the most random thoughts, and sometimes I draw them. You've had a lot of doodle pads that you've brought, like, along with your notes. It'll be like yeah. doodles. I'm not a doodler. I can't draw. I don't even try to. Diddler? No, that I do plenty of. <laughs> so these debates, we always say like, oh, we're gonna get into it, and at the, at this point, I think you may have said hold it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Thank God. News, 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 news. That's really me. I was waiting for that part. <laughs> uh, this could be the whole podcast as far as I'm concerned. Sweet baby Jesus. I missed that. I hadn't heard it long in too long. It's funny because your brother asked me to send it to him for his ringtone. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, see, we stayed away. I 
We used to do every week. I'd look up like silly news, celebrity news. We come up with things that we've tried everything made us laugh. Yeah, <laughs> but lately, like when I read the news, it's all just such doom and gloom. It's hard to spin it and make it funny. So I'm glad that we're back. I'm glad that we're hearing that music again. It feels good. That being said, the first of three. I think I have three yeah. total. First of three right. b- debates was tonight, and uh, I don't know how to say you. The only observations I was making was, like I said, the the tops of Donald Trump's eyes look like puppy bellies. They look so soft. <laughs> they did look like... Um, it's weird how he gets that color in weird places. It's like he lays in a tanning bed or something. Well, it's not like he does. He does. No, but I mean, but he had... It's it's weird because it's not like a normal discoloration. It's super like he's orange red. on top of peach on top of tan. I think puppy, like bell says it, puppy belly says it really well. You like that? Yeah, like when you see a, a litter of them, they have like that um, wrinkled up pink skin, yeah. and they're, like their necks too. That's right. what that's what the unmakeup portions of his skin look like. It's 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 odd that he doesn't watch video of himself. You know, it's like me or you not listening back to the podcast. It's like, dude, mm. somebody at some point in time, like with Stevie Wonder, like they have to tell this guy, like someone's steering you in the wrong direction. Like you have to. You can't see what's going on here. How can you think that's okay? And I know everybody jokes about the hair and everything. I say it looked like a bag of uh, a gelt bag with no gelt in it. If you know what, what that is, it's a Jewish coin candy, the little mesh bag. No. All right, never mind. Jewish um, candy is looks like money. No, is there is Jewish, yeah, there's yes. Oh, really? There is a candy that knocking we down use. stereotypes one by one, aren't you guys? <laughs> and it comes in a little mesh gold bag. And you guys hide it in a little cave. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, everybody laughs about the hair, um, but I told you I got that ultra high def TV. I'm downstairs. It, it wasn't broadcasting ultra high def, at least no, not on YouTube, mm-hmm. which is how I was watching it. Um, but with that really sharp definition, I couldn't see strands. You can't see. It looks like shit out of the lint dryer. Like you can't see. I was looking. Like I know he does it the looks, swoop over thing. It's like ratted up. It's look. You know, like that. That when people don't use, they use a grass seed, but that with that netting over it. But yeah. if it was gold, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like that's the same kind of mesh. And underneath that gold or grid is like, pattern. And underneath that is like Axl Rose hair from Appetite for Destruction. Uh, uh, namely, Welcome to the Jungle when it's super <laughs> ratted. Like he bought some of Dog the Bounty Hunter's mullet and then like fashioned it into yeah. a. A quaff. Like Dog the Bounty Hunter's mullet, exactly. Or any other <laughs> but hair he might have on his body. Yeah. So I'm looking at it and I'm just like, show enough. with this new TV, <laughs> show no. Show gonna holler. Who's the baddest? Show enough. Who's the prettiest? Show enough. I'm looking for strands and I just can't see it. So I'm boggled. Yeah. I'm boggled. But all that, all that is besides the point. Um, It's not to, I'll just say this ahead of time. Um, I don't. I don't have a, a clan. I voted. Um, I think Republican twice, Democrat twice. I don't have like a. I'm not team. Just. I just want to be very clear. I don't have allegiance to anyone, like politically. Right. I'm not like. Oh, I'm this. I'm. At least I really, really try hard, and I really don't think I am. Maybe. I, and some people say everyone is sort of. So yeah. No. I. No. I mean. Yeah. I. I. I lean one way now, but like I don't. I'm not like a lifer. You know, like, oh, you're a Cubs fan or you're a Sox fan. I'm not a lifer, dude. I just look at it and I... Well, and it's like when I say, when someone says, like, who's your favorite baseball team? And I go, I like players. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I, I will I will, I will, will go like, well, I, I like this team because I like a player so much. I'll just, I'll just go for that team. Well, I'm not... You're looking at who's left on the field and you're going... 
Well, I guess mm-hmm. I'll be this team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is what everyone's doing. Right. To be fair, it's what you have to do. Unless Terry Johnson out there. Really, really dug in. But all I'll say is, like, I get, I get why people don't like Hillary. I get it. It makes sense, and I get why you go like that, like sixth grade nickname, like the crooked Hillary, which is crazy that that caught on. But like, <laughs> I get it. It's got a nice ring to it. If you're 12, I understand. We were all 12 once. Why? You can't vote when you're 12. You can it's vote. It's that reptilian brain. I understand not liking her. I get it. Because she's pretty unlikable in a lot of ways. And I understand just being like, I don't like Democrats. I get that. Um, but if these guys, if they weren't, if, if, if they weren't politicians, if they were just like running a Best Buy, I, I, I don't understand all the politicians, but I understand people. And I, and I look at those two and I go, oh, that one's saying whatever she can. She's saying like, listen, black lives matter and they need more training in policing. And, and, and people are going to go, oh, she's lying. Yeah, of course she is. She's trying to get those votes. But when I watch Trump speak, he just doesn't, he, he doesn't speak like a smart person. He just doesn't sound intelligent. He, and, and you can't, Sam Harris said it much better than me, but you can't. Um, think really, really intelligent thoughts, and then when you try to articulate them, just they just come out terribly. You can pe- people are better speakers than others, and you can memorize things and you can recite things, but on the fly, if what you come up with is we can't sell beef, it's peanuts. Just repeating the same couple things. The premiums are going through the roof. The deductibles, frankly, you have to get hit with a Komatsu tractor in order to use them. It just it. It looks very much like a con. It looks like someone like playing a con man in a movie to me. So all the is- the like real life issues aside, the emails, uh, Benghazi, Trump's taxes, I'll throw all that out, and I just watch him speak, and I go, "Oh, that guy's not smart, and that guy doesn't look like he should be running anything very important." I would say that I would make the same argument for a person who you know has been in government for as long as she has and not done anything positive and also is a huge liar and also would commit a crime that you would say she's not intelligent. No, I'd say we're intelligent or not. I mean, she's obviously intelligent enough to circumvent the the legal system like that. You wouldn't be able to or I wouldn't be able to. Yeah. And you wouldn't say she's like absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. You know, when you're at that highest tier, I don't care what anybody says. I mean, all politicians are corrupt. Well, you can't get there without Ooh. making deals. Absolutely. How are you going mean, to get to the top without making deals? But that's so that's the same. So to that's say the she's same making argument. deals is like, of course. But that's the same argument against Trump where people go like, well, his businesses have failed. Or he's no, I'm saying bankrupt. he's not a smart well, human. What I'm telling you is, is, though, he is a smart human because. No, you saw him speak. That's fine. But that's no, what but you saw him speak. That though. was your interpretation. But what I'm telling you is. Did you interpret it as you, intelligent? I, I'm trying to say. Okay. All right. What I'm saying is, is you don't get to where he is and you don't make the kind of money he does if you're not smart so you don't think that he's smart about politics obviously he is smart about business because uh he is who he is and he's as successful as he is and sometimes you fold companies and sometimes you do that uh unfortunately people get hurt in the process but you do there's a there's a a strategy to it yeah so uh he's amassed money for sure i'll give him that but i just i just mean like when and here's the other thing that just stuck out to me really 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 badly is when someone when they say believe me Believe me, Dave. No matter we're talking about this, we the we had the Hey My Field trip. There was eight thousand people. Believe me, believe me. If someone keeps telling me, believe me, 
don't believe them. I think that because you don't say that. I think you're... that that's that's you know something that people point out, but I also think that some people you have that in their speech pattern, and if instead of going smart. um or hums, no, I don't think so. I think that a lot of people use different place markers. They'll they'll cough. They'll do other things when their yeah, mind is yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. search for stuff. Yeah. So they'll they, they will go like they'll have one. But when like you're me, selling example, all the time, what you go to, for is example, me. I will say things like uh, absolutely right when and I'm I looking say, to and I say or whatever. So what I'm saying is, is I have a, f- a far greater vocabulary, but sometimes I get back into that like automatic thing yeah. where I just fill a spot. So if that's the the chosen phrase you use, unfortunately. Um, and especially if you're a businessman or a politician, one of the things you're going to say more than anything is believe me or I'll tell you this or. Yeah, but you know, nobody says it as much as him because well, I mean, he's constantly convincing you he's not. That's the job of a politician or a businessman. You trust in me. Trust in me. That's what they do. That's how they that's that's the name of the game. That's what a con man does. That's what a politician, a politician is. A politician goes. Uh, I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to do that for you. I'm concerned Believe about you. Believe me, I, I promise. I'm making a promise. When I get in there, I'll do this. Trust in me. I'll make sure this happens. That's what they do. You want equality, somebody to fix up the economy. Well, you should follow me, all the politicians say, and you just hoping that you were voting the right way. This ain't reality TV, selling dreams. When you're real with me, we're the winning team. So jump on board this political campaign. And if you don't vote, well, that's a sham day. Honesty, decency, integrity, why not believe in me? Does even the dumb politician? You just don't like the guy. Let's be honest. And it, no, no, I'm clear about that. I'm okay, super clear well, about that. You're like as a, as a human. You're completely if he was, skewed. Yeah, if he was uh, independent, right? I would, I would just go. This guy. So you're not, completely biased, and so you no, just you biased. jump I'm... on the, the talking points of all these other Democratic pundits who say these exact same phrases, like you're saying. Like he's just not no. Smart. Who's saying that? They all do. What do you mean? Who's saying? No, that? I'm saying that. You yeah. Sam Harris also says it. He's and he's people refer to him as a neocon. Who? He's, he's not a liberal in any As far way. as I'm concerned. What do you mean? What do you mean? Oh, you don't know enough about him then. He's not. Who? Sam Harris. Is he as conservative as me? Uh, he's more in some he's cases. He's more conservative than me? In some cases. How do you know? Have you seen my portfolio? No, I've seen your haircut. Wow. My haircut <laughs> used to be conservative. I, it used to be the young Republican, but now I just put that line in it. Yeah. That makes it a little more urban. Yeah. Sure well, so, at any rate, I just my so, my gut feeling is no, you're 100 percent right when you go. You just don't like the guy, but I don't not like him because of anything well, someone else said. But, but I don't like him because of what he is. You doing can't have a, You can't you can't be objective when you're so spiteful about the person. There, it's impossible. how many times do you have to be objective. You don't have to be. You don't have to just go be, like just forget what he said last the fact time. That you're not let's objective. start over. I am objective. No, I didn't know you him hate, before. No, I'm saying now. 
during this conversation. I, I you're hate not him because of him. what he does and says. That's how is that not objective? I'm going outside party. Looking no, I'm at saying it. like you can, you it. couldn't take today's debate and look at it objectively because you already hate if him so much. He all of a sudden was articulate matter. and made good points. I'd go, oh, well, I didn't know he had that in him. He surprised me. Ben. But he's not going to. So because uh, he can't. How'd you like that? How'd you like the party Friday? It was a pretty good time, huh? Good showing. Yeah, the Hamlet Field trip. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Uh, why don't you lay it out? Just to. to take it back my wife was sitting on the couch waiting for our babysitter at like 7 45 and i'm freaking out because i'm like i can't be late this is our event it's our meet and greet like these people most of them don't know what i look like or who i am or anything except for my voice so i need to be there and she you know she's always like the hey you know i never have to be in a hurry for anything so i'm looking at the clock she and like two hours getting ready no she's looking at her phone yeah but then she's sitting down with her legs crossed watching TV or looking oh. at her phone. And I'm like, let's go. Let's go. We, we had to wait for the babysitter. And then she, at one point, she's like, why in such a hurry? Ben's, he, he's taking an Instagram video of his kids right now. So obviously he's not in any kind of hurry. That's when I texted you because there was a thing that you were, you videoed your kids or something okay. in your house. So she's like, obviously he's not in a hurry. That's why I was like, I texted you because I'm like, dude, you got to get, if I'm not no, going to be there, you got to be then. there. That was on my okay. Well, whatever. Yeah. And so you were there before me. So I was thankful that, that you understood the same as I do that. Uh, I had a lot of uh, anxiety be there before me. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't want people to walk around and think that, you know, latch onto another group of people and then we just miss out on the I left thing. the wife and her sister at home. I was like, hey, you guys, I'll just meet me there. Like, cause I got to go. I wish I see you you were far more ahead of the game than I was. Well, I just, I, we get ready at different speeds and mm-hmm. I, and if you get ready at, at my speed and time to leave on time, then that's cool. But if it takes you longer, I'm okay with that too. Yeah. But. You're a pretty punctual person. Mm, I try to. I mean, be. when it's I try to be. Usually, I mean, you're here when I try to. Be, I only yeah. base it on that when you come yeah. here. So. I grew. Up, I grew. <laughs> I don't know what else. Happens. I grew up never being anything on time, and so now I have a little bit of thing with it. Um. So anyway, yeah. So we met up at Wild Rose, and uh, we spent about I don't know three, four hours or three hours, three yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah. There was some crazy good blues band three piece. Yes. Um, that weird guy that played my guitar. Yeah. His guitar was there. Did he play in the band? Or you just sat at the end. I of don't the... think so. I he never, I never a, saw him play. He came up on a mountain bike about seventy miles an hour and did like a power stop and then hopped off like he was like late for the show and then. Oh, that was him. Some yeah. people outside said, "Hey, dude, some crazy guy just rolled through a bike super fast." Yeah, that was him. And then oh. he had like a wicker hat on too. I was mm-hmm. like, "What's what's this about?" Yeah, he wears a straw hat <laughs> yeah. and he shows up. He's got really wicker, long straw. What's the difference? No, I don't. I don't know what there is one. Okay, <laughs> I was just uh, lacquer, add, a coat of lacquer, adding to it. All right, a varnish. Um, and he has long fingernails and he hangs out and then he, so I don't, he just sort of, well, when my band played, he, he just poses sort of, himself upon when my band played, he, during a break, he just started picking up guitars and trying to play them. And, uh, I was like, Hey dude, what are you doing? And then it wasn't my guitar. And I looked at my guitars and he was like, uh, he didn't really, I was like, all right. So he's like, I don't want a confrontation. Let's just see how, where this goes. And then the yeah. guy, but he, cause who was, knows? Maybe no he's like super the, gifted. Maybe well, he just, you know? I saw the dude appearing from far away to look like he was playing some scales yeah. at a pretty breakneck speed and I'm like oh okay yeah. but he never plugged in he never asked to be plugged in yeah. and then he's like you know hand the axe on back so but yeah he was there uh um, some of our most favorite friends slash listeners were there so yep. that was a good time uh you brought some family I brought some family met a lot of people but I, I considered that I was going to basically be somewhat near you and draft off your conversations but I ended up having yeah some that didn't happen own. much no I didn't really talk no, to we you didn't at hang all. out at all <laughs> it was kind of weird <laughs> 
Actually, it's not. It's pretty normal. Yeah, but I guess so. Considering that situation, it was weird. Cause, I just uh, hung out with Steve and make. It, I would hang out with Steve, and then we would like laugh. At my you. brother-in-law. Yeah, we we would point and laugh at your stuff. Because at one point, at one point, we were we were we were joking about how a hipster you thought we were, and then we were pointing out things that was going on in your area that were way more hipster than we would do, and so it was it was a nice. Yeah, usually I'm pretty standoffish, but whatever. I let my guard down and uh, I ended up. You can't ask people to come out and yeah, judge too harshly. That's exactly how I felt. So you know what? I, 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 I surrendered later. myself and I, uh, I ended up enjoying myself. So we went to Wild Rose for a few hours. Uh, had a bunch of really good beer. Um, got to see some people that I don't normally see in the flesh at all. So that was pretty right. cool. I you know you, you talked not to the these... total flesh. They had clothes on, but yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Most, I left early. Mostly, I don't did. want to step on your story. Mostly they did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we. He used to joke about, hey, my flashcards and stuff. What do you do when you talk to people online all the time? And then when you see them in real life, you just go to like, so. This was a different situation, though. I thought it was going to be like that. But because we all came there and we all were in that same situation, I think it was just a little bit. I never once talked about anything about like something that was mentioned on the podcast. We did not mention. No, it's <laughs> it was very strange. We're going to have to um, maybe. Maybe think of a prep a little bit more because I, like I the didn't need flat, to be. We were going to make the flashcard, just didn't get around to it. It didn't need to be about us whatsoever. It's just that hey, we know those people from the podcast, right. so that's cool. But it was this um, weird thing. My my wife asked me later the next day. She's like, "So, like, what do you and these people have in common?" And I was like, uh, "Well, I mean, I don't even just met them." But she's like, "Yeah, but like, like, what do you?" And like I half jokingly said, I was like, "Well, we both are big fans of me, you know. We both like me a lot." And I was, I was like, sort of half joking, but, but in a when it comes to social media and stuff, it, it sort of is that way because mm-hmm. you go, "Oh, you like what I said? I like what you said. That means you're a fan right. of me. I'm a fan of you." You know what I mean? Uh, because I mean, otherwise, I was trying to tell her, um, she kind of shit on this point, but I think most of the friends that you make is normally because of vicinity, people that you work with. Um, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so you just. You live on the same block as that kid. Yeah. So you just, just by virtue of the fact that you, you just, were close. You, yes. Pr- uh, proximity. You just end up being friends, not because you have anything in common, um, just because of where you are. Online friends are different. You have no reason to physically be around each other ever. You have no reason to see them un- until you do. You know. But but the the we have this in common. Uh, we we think like minded on this. That's already there. So sure. it's literally the exact opposite. Uh, so it's just there's a little bit of a. A learning curve. That being said, I've hung out with quite a um, few people that we've met through the show, and they've become real friends now, and I like it. It's a, it's a good thing. So we went to Wild Rose. We ended up at Twincade. Um, a couple people fell off benches and tables. Yeah, I'm over it. I was you over Twincade? Yeah, I'm done. I'm pretty much done. I got about 12 tokens left I'll give to whoever wants them. I'll tell you what. I, I like the idea, and I like going. And I think maybe if I go by myself or with one buddy or two buddies, it's cool. Um, it is a good time, but... After a couple times, I'm over it. Maybe a decent way to put it. It's still a nice place, but I think the bloom is off the rose on Galaga and stuff. I'm like, oh, I remember Galaga. Uh, you don't watch South Park, but it's like the member berries. It's like you walk around just going, like, oh, I remember this. Oh, I remember Mario. You know, remember Mario? I, I think the problem is, is, you know, if you go and you play video games and you're compl- like old 8-bit, whatever, 16, whatever bit they are, mm. um, and you're stone cold sober and you realize like those games rely a lot on like fast reflexes and stuff and not the yeah. graphics. And, and then when you start drinking, it's just like, uh, you realize that, uh, you don't have, you don't, 
you get bored of the game quickly and then you just leave your quarter in there and you move on to the next game. You know what I mean? Or you start doing so well and you're like, you're moving past boards and you're like, I want this game to end. I'm yeah, done. Yeah, I didn't want to play for 20 minutes. Yeah, I'm done. Like that first night I was excited I was doing good at Street Fighter and I was like, somebody beat me so I can right. stop playing yeah. Street Fighter. Yeah. I, I do know the last two times I went, I got like $5 in tokens and I ended up just like, I mean, like, here, you want these tokens? Right. I don't know. Turns for, out I like sitting around and drinking beer a lot more than video games. I think that, uh, yeah. So, so for me, it, w- it was definitely, it's it's a cool novelty thing. But Still a I, cool I, I definitely, option. Yeah. I, I definitely don't see myself frequenting it as much as I thought I would. Yeah. Like those guys, though. Great place. Good food. You know what? Good beer. I, I've mentioned them 8,000 times on Twitter. I've never got a response, so <laughs> I don't think they're super offended by anything I have to say about them. They're not, they're not jacked about my promotion or, or my naysaying. But no, I'm with you. It's a cool idea, but I think... It's something different for sure. Don't know if the replay value is there for me as much. That and it's um, it is hipster city. And I'm not good at video games, so that that doesn't uh, that doesn't help either. Well, I think there's just a handful. If it was games that I liked more, and that's being super picky, just pick all the awesome games only I like. Well, what games do you like? I mean, because let's be honest. I mean, on when you're sitting at home on well, your I'll couch you. and you're like you can play NHL on your couch. Yeah. It's way more enjoyable than standing up and playing a console or a, you know. The, well, I want four-player X-Men. Yeah. I want four-player Ninja Turtles. I want four-player uh, Simpsons. Four-player Simpsons. They do have that one. I want Street Fighter in working order. I want a Bad Dudes. They do have that mm-hmm. one. Oh, jeez. Old School Punch-Out. I like that game. Oh, God. That'd be great. Old School Punch-Out would be great. Uh, a couple more shooting games would be cool, too. Time Crisis. That'd be pretty sweet. But now we're just handpicking right. my favorite game, right. my, my favorite games. Yeah, so, whatever. Anyways, but it was it was it was a gay affair. It was a great time. Well, yeah, I mean, some say, but mm-hmm. I laughed. I so I don't so. know what happened. I mean, if that's how you want to classify it, whatever. Me and my wife. Yeah, left. you left a little bit on the early. I left not a bit, early, I left a bit not late. early, but uh. well, how long did you stay there? Oh, like one, at least. Yeah, I was really, there for, I was there for a bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, nah, I had enough. Yeah, but it was a good time, and um. Thank you guys again for coming. For real, it was awesome. If if uh, nobody showed, it would have been you and I playing video games. And because you did show, uh, we have something in the works. We'll let you know as as it transpires. Uh, yeah. It's just not worth uh, talking about yet. Just no. you know, but there is something in the works. Hopefully, We're not giving up. A, yeah, hopefully it'll be even a larger scale for the people who didn't get to come this time. It'll definitely be worth driving a little bit farther or coming a little bit farther if you live farther. Yeah, um, there's going to be a couple more uh, things going on. So. Yeah, there'd be a little more for everyone if if we can work out some details. I know you don't like uh, Bill Maher. I know that. Um, you don't like John Oliver either, right? Is that the guy that's uh, British? He's the British guy on HBO. He's got like the yes. last week tonight. I've never seen it, but I already can tell you I don't like him. Oh, well, that's an informed opinion. They, there's uh, Okay, I watch John Oliver um, every week. I love British his, people are smug. I love it. And I think he's South African. I'm, that's where I'm going. Well, I don't know. No, the other guy, that no, Trevor Noah is British. a South African guy. Trevor Noah South African. He's in my list. Uh, John Oliver, Bill Maher, Seth Meyers, Stephen Colbert. There's I a, hate all those people. There's a wow, every one of them. There is a well. Then this would be right in your alley. There's a sports show. I forget what's uh, 
Real Time, Quick Time. I don't know. There's a sports show with a chick named Katie Nolan on uh, ESPN or something like that. Uh, her and there's a show called Full Frontal. I think on TBS. A chick named Samantha. Is that B. on Spice? Samantha B. No. Okay. You're thinking of uh, Full. No. You're, you're thinking <laughs> of. That's a different show. Um, my point is, I watch bits of. I watch. All of some of these, and I watch bits of other ones because, especially with the election cycle, everyone's got these quick takes. But I had this thought the other day. Um, they're all, even when I agree with them, and they are witty, which I always appreciate, and they are funny, which I always appreciate. Um, getting so, so smug. There's this trend, and I won't say news because it's more like news entertainment. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. It's like they're comedy at the end of the day, most of them. Um, there's this thing where everybody puts together these concise little eight minute monologues where they just bury somebody or something. And I'm starting to, even when they're burying people that I think need burying, even when they're railing against something I don't agree with, I'm starting to go like, this feels like a little bit, um, saying it feels one-sided is dumb and obvious, but I'm just getting, you know how I keep my recent theme has been like, we've never been more proud of doing less. Well, it's it's an addition onto that. We're so proud of being right. That's why I don't even like talking about the election as much as we did. These like shows, we had a five minute discussion before, where I told you that Hillary was just as disgusting as Donald Trump, and you just continue to say, "Nope, no, yeah, it's not. Yeah, no, she's not. You don't believe that because there's no way. So it's the same thing. Yeah, because that's crazy. Okay, but these shows are. We did agree are that Charles Krauthammer is uglier than Donald Trump. Yeah, all right. Like if we would have thrown Ron Perlman into <laughs> and Mickey Rourke. Um, Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler's <laughs> Jay Cutler's chin's worse than mine. Arguably. So these shows now, although I like many of them, and sometimes when they're right, I'm like, oh, that's really well put together. I don't like this um like this you go girl attitude. This thing that all these shows are having now where it's like Would you consider that hack? Like it's just an easy, like low-hanging fruit. Sometimes it is. And the lower hanging, the more it bothers me. Absolutely. But um, I'm just starting to see these things where I'll be like, okay, Katie Nolan was going on about, uh, I think it was the Joe Paterno thing. They had a, a thing. Uh, yeah, I know they had like a memorial. Memorial right? for Joe Paterno. Um, when they say all these points with a smile, like, you know, you know when girls talk shit about each other and they do it like with a smile, they go, well, "Yeah, and you're probably gonna go blow some dude later." Uh-huh. And like there goes, "Yeah, maybe I will. Maybe I will go blow a dude." And like she's smiling, he goes, "Yeah, fine, nice makeup, whore." And she goes, "Yeah, it is nice makeup, whore." And like they go back and I forth. I almost slapped you in the face, right? There. You should have. I had <laughs> right. it coming. Like, Both of me. Both of my right. girls had it coming. That's how annoying it is. I wanted you to know effectively how gotcha. annoying it is. You, you drove it home. These shows are doing that. They're acting like they're taking. In order to make it seem funny, they act like they're taking a little bit of enjoyment in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, all those people—that's ex- like all those people—that's that style that they that they have. I don't think that's across the board, but I think that's that that style. And I think well, that who else Dennis is doing Miller, like, who else is doing editorial entertainment? No, I'm just saying it's always been that way. The people who fall into that sort of realm of comedy, like mm-hmm. I said, anybody who's ever been David Spade when he was on, you know, when he did the Saturday night, like all, all it's always yeah. that same. But at least snark. that was a Hollywood minute. You know what I mean? Right. These, these are Hollywood 30, 45 <laughs> minutes. And, and there's a bunch of them. 
uh, Stephen A. Smith, same thing. I mean, oh. like it, any of these people that are on those roundtable shows, it just seems like you're like you said, everybody's got to be right. Everybody's got to be like in your face right. Everybody's got to be last word right. You go, girl. Deal with right. it. That's how <laughs> so it is. Deal with it. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. Um. But it, but it's bothering me because a lot of them, I go, that's well researched. That's a good point. You're right. That's good. I just but, watched Deadly Catch. But the fact that but the fact that you delivered it in such a snarky. See you next Tuesday attitude, like it negates your point. Like I 100% agree with you, but you're just so dicky about it that like. I call that Ricky Gervaisi. He, good example. Real good example. He might be he, the top he, of the food chain. He can like go on about some atheism stuff and I'm like, oh yeah, those are great points. I'm like, but you didn't have to be so like in your face about it. I think Bill Maher is the top offender with it. But what Bill Maher does, Ugh. I know you hate I, him. Well, I just hate, I saw a Facebook post today where he said something about. Donald Trump's bit like saying it said something like Donald Trump says he's been audited for the last 10 years. And then it said, of course you have, you're a crook. And I was like, that's, you know, and then there was that's like 500 got. likes or retweets. I was like, really? Well, it's that's like, yeah. it. I, but I, I agree he with sat it. That's the best you could do. And it took a, a you know, a, a, a hit off his snifter and a cigar and, you know, mm. <laughs> he did like, he did like Mr. Burns. He's yeah. like, yes. yes. <laughs> Yeah, I, it just ruins it for me when I agree with someone, and not always, not always politics. It could just be news, right? Any topics, like in Katie Nolan's case, it's sports. And I remember going like, like this chick's. You know, I keep saying chick makes me sound bad. Nah, not to me. I say that's just the word I use. But I'll be like, man, she's got a good point. I agree with her, but. You, you said saying it, that you speak with misogynistic terms doesn't, and just going, that's just me. I don't think it softens it for anybody. So just do what no. you be you, Ben. You yeah. be you. Yeah, like, don't like, worry about the Like when I refer to them as female astronauts. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, hey, listen. You be you. Don't worry about it. I got hey, you on that. I got love for all you chicks. All right. I get in there and make me some pie. So it's it's ruining Turkey it for pot. me. It's, I, just, I was, I was going to say, hey, does it ruin it for you? But you said I hate every single <laughs> yeah. person you mentioned. So I guess it's not going too far. But my thing no, is. No, I do hate it. My thing is, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just don't take so much joy in being right. You know what I mean? That's uh, like yes. when I tell you, like, oh, this Trump dude's horrible. I don't take any enjoyment in it. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. You, you no, get, I don't. You, but I'm, 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 no, you take, I'm mortified you, that those are our two choices. You get, you get super smug about just being like, you're wrong, I'm right. You well, can't, you can't, when you you're say, like, you'll do this thing where you'll just say, it's so condescending where you'll say like, you're, dude, I know you're really smart. There's no way you believe that. Oh, no matter yeah, yeah, if it's something yeah, that I you do don't that. want. Yeah. And it's, it's yeah, really I, like, cause I literally don't think when someone disagrees with you on something that you're you just so holding sure your about. middle fingers in my face while I'm trying to talk. <laughs> well, when someone disagrees with you about something that you are so <laughs> okay, sure well, about, was, yeah, gotcha. you know what I mean? Anything really like if, if. I don't know, dude. If if someone says like, uh, "Look, Melissa McCarthy, really, I'm forty under, underneath years. all that, she looks great in a bikini." I'll just go, "Yeah, but dude, you don't really think that." And you go, "No, I do. I just I think it looks great." And I go, "Like, I, I have no, I have no discourse, but to just go, I don't think that you think that." All right, I, I want to ask you this real so quick. So stop being smug, John so, Oliver. I really like your show. Would you quit being that way? The guy who wrote in and asked me the question about the priest on the plane, uh, he sent in yeah. another message. It says, uh, thanks for answering the priest question. I have another one. That was uh, my favorite thing. Uh, why hasn't inflation affected strippers? I'll explain. I've driven the same route to work for the last eight and a half years and seen the same billboard for $10 Tuesdays the entire time. So essentially, these strippers <laughs> have not gotten a raise in at least eight and a half years. 
No cost of living, serious raise, nothing. Now, I don't do strip clubs. Okay, sure. But just uh, doesn't seem fair. Name me one other commodity that hasn't increased in the last decade. Anyway, keep up the good work. Who is this? (laughs) I like his insight, man. This guy comes up with some really, really good angles for sure. (laughs) It's Todd. That's... Those are really good points, man. Both times he brings up. Really good. Um, I guess the only thing is that this... They, I think they rotate them out so much they, they don't keep them so my opinion is is that's new to who's ever there for that month does that make sense yeah it's one of those weird things because I feel like if you said okay uh, lap dances are now going to be 30 because times are hard um, guys would go whoa whoa dude I don't know but let's not go there but, well, if you, but, but if they're 20 guys will go there and then they'll throw hundreds around let's be honest guys are willing to pay $30 for a lap dance once they're there what, to get but you they in may the not door, get there if they think it's third. You could do the same thing. You ever go to like a restaurant or something where they they you know it says ten dollars, or you go you, you walk a shirt up to the register that you really like and it says ten bucks, and the guy goes, oh you know what, it was on the wrong rack. Yeah, I do and the Jill Sausamos every Sunday. And they, they have, have a ten dollar pizza. They send somebody to go pull down the wrong price tag, but you still buy the shirt. Yeah, you still buy the shirt. So it's the bait and switch. They get you in there with the ten bucks. They're not going to spend more on the billboard because those are a lot of money, but. I, just as a caveat to that, I always think that the only way strippers get out, it's like it's like gang members. Scripts. You either get, there's one or two ways you get out of the stripping game, in a body bag, or you're whisked away to some. Didn't see that coming? You're whisked away to some beautiful island. Someone's gonna scoop you right up. Yeah, and you like the pretty woman thing, right? Or actually, or you, or, or you don't get yes, out and man. you stay there forever. Yeah, but you don't. You can't. You can't move up in the ranks. Well, you know what I mean, you don't move up to like I guess senior stripper, do you? Not only body bags, but also maybe just slow addiction, and then you just sort of—that's uh, what I meant. Get it was, fired. It was symbolic. Get fired. That yeah. was symbolic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can just or you get strangled go down, go down, down the club. The, go down the. Tubes. I saw the Sopranos. I know what happens. Yeah, yeah, it but, does. But you know what I mean? Like I always, I always had this like romantic idea about strippers that like if you don't stay there and work forever, or then basically what happens is you start out at this like. You know, decent club. You can either go up and you have a time in your life where you can move up to a better club, and then your options go down to like the squeeze in, or like what's you know, uh, uh, this is it. Again. Uh, yeah. Or yeah. then you go, you go all the way down to like you know, our dolls, or, or there's a there's a ladder that. Uh huh. Yeah, there's a hierarchy for sure. Right. Or, you know, top top to bottom. Um, you don't think you don't think that women become strippers and then they go like this inflation's killing me. Like, I'm just gonna have to get. They do to actually finish their doctorate. <laughs> yeah, well, right. Well, then, do they become like just a hot commodity elsewhere? Like, say they're really bad at stripping, but they're hot, but they're not punctual. They're, they're not good at it. They're not good, you know, whatever. They're not good at coercion. So then they go to Target, and it's like, well, look, like I know you suck at this job, but like she walks in wearing like the tight khakis and the red polo. But my point is, okay, you're getting they're mopping the floor with you at the strip club. You're not liking it. it; ain't worth it. But you are still super hot. You go to Target. Do you think that geeky boss? In charge of kids' toys, he's gonna be like, "Oh, you're not doing a good job. We're gonna have to talk about this." Nope, you're gonna go. Hey, I'm just gonna cut out seven. I don't today. think you go from making hundreds of dollars a night, getting stuffed in your underwear, to going wearing like some bad fitting, squared off khaki pants at Target. Every girl wears pants now that you know what they look like. This is going down a bad road. Every girl now. <laughs> let me let me back up. I know what every single girl looks like naked. What I'm saying is that the style you now, check the style now is like. Yoga pants, okay, which are nothing. Like, yeah, everything is covered, but not, you know, I still know. So, 
you're wearing pants like that, but they're flesh toned. Mm-hmm. They're khakis. If you're that skin color, you know, you're wearing that. Then you wear a super tight top. I know. I already know. Yeah, there may be slight variations. I don't you know. Could have Maybe you got a weird mole. You know what I mean? Something <sighs> like that. Do great minds. Great minds. Right. Maybe you got some hair in weird spots. Right. But I basically know. third nipple. And this is a bad thing because you don't always want to know. Maybe it's inappropriate. Maybe someone, you know what I mean? Highly all the time. Yeah, no, I I think I've told you before. Like, I've there's been many times where I've like had to tell like my family members like, hey, go get some clothes on, come back. This is weird, right? Because the fashion is like the, no, the, the fashion is I don't mean literally go, but the fashion is to wear like skin tight stuff or God forbid in the summer, Jesus Christ, like butt cheeks hanging all the time. It's no good. It's horrible. I don't care for it. Yeah, me neither. No, it's super weird. Yes. Yeah, As a matter of fact, I had wrote this down on my phone. I'm declaring all out war. And when I say... Oh, I thought it was the uh, web address to Pornhub. When I... No, when I say... Uh, when I say that I know what, what everyone looks like naked, it's, I'm not okay with it. And I don't want to. Right. Okay? I wanted to go back to these 80s movies you've been making me watch. I want to chase it for a while. I want the allure to be there, right? Thing is this. You know what? You're so selfish. What about everybody else out there? I'm declaring war on exercise clothing for women. And my wife's going to... If she I listens, my wife's going right. to hear this and go like... This is garbage. But what I'm saying is hot garbage. Yeah, look. Wig up. Are you out of your fucking mind? I know it's great. I know it's a good thing. I know. However, uh, it's lazy. It's lazy. Knock it off. <laughs> Cut that shit out. No. You no. We can't we can't just have everybody <laughs> we can't just have everybody wearing skin tight yoga pants all the time. Yeah, no. It's it it, it is it's 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 not creative. It's it's okay. People used the women used to wear sweatpants and get away with it. Warm up pants, sweatpants, sweatpants. Yeah, Adidas or sweat, mm-hmm. uh, whatever. And it was like, yo, you're not getting dressed. Like you're not, you're not trying hard at all. Now they just go, oh, I wear these to work out in. I wear them to go to the mall. I wear them all over. One, I feel like it's cheating. <laughs> Two, you're, you're tricking people. You're making them think because that that stuff sucks everything in, and t- it's like wearing like a. A cummerbund or something, you know what I mean? Well, let me tell you this story. See, when someone dresses well, although I don't, when someone else does, I go, nice. I, that person really put themselves together. A guy I know was at a Golden Gloves boxing tournament, and he bought me a Golden Gloves boxing tournament shirt. Okay? The shirt does not specify that as a person who was enrolled in the competition, I got a free shirt. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yet everywhere I go, everywhere I go, Someone will stop me when I wear this shirt and say, hey, you box golden gloves? And I'm mm-hmm. like, no. Look, are you serious? Yeah. Like, you, do you know what golden gloves is? I do you mean, know what? Really, don't this? wear the shirt if you don't want people to think Yeah, but that. it doesn't say I, I box gold. It just is like a, like a commemorative T-shirt. But it's, it's like it's that old Dave Chappelle bit. But it makes me feel bad about myself because first, my first reaction is to go, are, I like point to myself and I'm like, really? And you go, no. No, that's an asinine question, you stupid. Do they, or do they look and they're just like, Dude, you seriously? You boxed? They, no, like, they don't. I, I, I was the last time it happened. I was at a carnival. To be fair, and a guy was he had a pat, eye patch on. He was but trying, with he his was good trying. eye, with his good eye, he determined that uh, his depth perception might have been off. He but. guessed your weight, and then, <laughs> and then if you were in the golden no, gloves. he didn't. If he would have guessed my weight, then he would have probably not guessed that I was in golden gloves. But you have to understand, like golden gloves is like the highest level of of competition for amateur boxing so yeah like, you know there, there are guys in the amateur ranks who are better than professionals so i mean it just really? depends on how your career path goes like you know there are guys in the olympics they allowed professional boxers to be in the olympics this this time around yeah and they're getting beaten by amateurs really yeah oh, I didn't it's, know because that. That's interesting. In, in, in 
real boxing, in professional boxing, you train to fight 12 rounds. So you learn how to, you know, move and, and, and point and stuff for 12 rounds. There's not the exigency to get what you need to get done in three rounds. Yeah. So it's a different, you, you train for the a different style. Exactly. Much more. And it's most time, you know, it's a point thing. You know, it's Although not if you can go 12, out. can't you go three? I mean, geez. Yeah, but you're not, your body and your mind is not, tra- you, you want to take people into the trenches or the deep water. You're not, you're, these people are fighting hard. You're sprinting for three rounds. you playing it safe at times. Probably I mean, too. I don't know. Long distance runners aren't necessarily the best sprinters, no. if that makes sense. It doesn't matter how much you train. If, mm. if that's what your body is used to, and mm. then all of a sudden you're just like, well, I'm going to go because I'm a pro and I'm going to walk into the Olympics and I'm going to, as a pro, beat an amateur. It's like you're playing a different game, though. It's not the same. So If you've been in golden gloves, you can wear athletic gear. That's cool. You could wear those ne- the necklace with the uh, the boxing gloves on it. Yeah. I don't, I'm just getting tired of women wearing workout clothes all the time. And I'm mm. getting tired of kids wearing it ever. <laughs> I don't ever care for that. Your kid walks up to me wearing a bunch of Under Armour and stuff. It's like, what are you, what are you doing? Running forties later? I saw. Did your kid, you let your kid wear Under Armour. I saw a police officer the other day wearing a compression sleeve. Get to like me. a like a Johannes Cespedes like neon. Like a police. <laughs> I was like, what are you wearing that for? And then I was told to hey, it's possible he might have been covering a tattoo. But I said, yeah, but but it doesn't need to be neon. No, like it was flashy. Like I said, like he was from the Dominican Republic. Don't bring your style into this. Right, all no. right, this ain't about personal. This is uniform. This ain't right, about buddy? personal, you know, style, <laughs> flair. So, ladies, listen. Every once in a while when I see... And dudes with blonde mustaches, cut it out. All right? Just cut it out. Oh, and don't you... If dare, you're blonde... Don't you dare go down low with it. If, if you're blonde, like I just feel like it's one of those things where, like, I have... I understand the fact that I'm never going to be tall. I don't put lifts in my shoes. I don't try to wear clothes that make me look taller than like I Costanza? am. Was I don't that... try to wear big hats. It is what it is. I'm stuck with the body I have. If you're blonde, make sure you shave that. Well, mustache. not Costanza. That was the midget. Yeah, Marty. Yeah, yeah but yeah, but yeah. what I'm saying is, is you can't go with the mustache. It never works. It's awful. I think that it worked up until about 1978. Like there was like what Eagles or some of you know some of those I mean, other seventies bands. People did it for sure. It was accepted for some reason. It shouldn't have been, but it was. But now we know better. All right. So I convinced you to finally watch The Last Dragon. You watched it last week. I've been burning through a lot of these Hey My Classics. You guys are filling me in. We, we, We podcasted about it, as you guys know. At least the people who uh, follow us on Twitter, we did it in the garage uh, with an MP3 recorder. Uh, there was some crazy. We had a fan going because it was hot in the garage, and it it just fucked up the sound. So no background noise. Yeah. So we did about forty five minutes on the Last Dragon, and then it was unusable. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we got to we got to get it done. The people the I people can, the people wanted you to talk listen, about. I know it. you guys want to know if it's good or not. I can help you with that. All spoilers be damn, man. Let's get at it. Well, I, first it, I want you to give... It's a movie from 1985. I don't know if everyone's... Okay. The movie is called... Um, you call it Somebody's Last Barry Dragon. Barry Gordon. You Barry, call it Barry Gordon. I call it Barry Gordy's Last Dragon. I call it Barry Horowitz's Last okay. Dragon. Gotcha. Yeah. 1985 cult classic, The Last Dragon. Um, I don't know where to begin with this movie. I guess, <laughs> I, I guess what I'll say... Well, how say, about you begin in the beginning? What I will say about this movie is, if you want to know if it's good or it's bad, I will say I don't know. 
because of this, I'll say I concede the fact that I I I didn't get this movie so much. Like I didn't understand it and I somehow didn't appreciate it so much that I'm willing to concede the fact that I missed something. You did miss something because you remember you were you, I missed being 7 when well, it came out. One of the, one of the things that you uh that you were talking about last time is well, let's let's start at the beginning. So give everybody a synopsis. Not I, I don't want you to read it. What do you think the movie's about? The movie's about a dude. If you had to describe it. The movie's about a dude named Leroy Green who lives in New York, in Harlem, is it? Mm-hmm. In Harlem. And I thought it took place in China because of how Chinese the movie seemed. And there was a Chinese guy training him. So I assumed, hey, this, this has got to take place in China because like, the opening sequence, like he's fighting dude, dude shooting arrows at him. He's chopping him out of the air. Hardcore kung fu. And the guy says, uh, you collected all these... Stones or something, and the last, the last one is the last dragon. That's the last one you need to be like a kung fu expert. Oh, and then they also kept showing a bunch of clips of Bruce Lee. So like, this dude either wants to be Bruce Lee, or Bruce Lee's gonna be in the movie, or you think he's gonna be in the movie, and he kind of is, but not really. So there's that. Now I haven't seen the movie probably since let's say 1995. Okay, but between nineteen, whenever it came, what did you say? It came out in eighty five. Yeah, between eighty five and ninety five, I probably saw it a hundred times. Okay, so um, bear with me. Well, I did veer your, off the path. Your explanation is probably the most piss poor explanation of. The I only explained I understand the first why minute. Like I got it. more. I got more. To explain. Okay, I understand why you don't like it, uh, but. Just in, in your explanation, I see where you, you miss the boat because, like, you're saying in the first scene, he's fighting a bunch of people and chopping arrows out of the out of the, the yeah, old thin air or yeah. whatever. And he's just doing a kata. He's kung fu move. He, it, the, the first scene is set up for, like, he's he's in the zone and he's 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 doing a, a martial arts form. Yeah, he, I think he's being tested, actually. Right. And so he he's elevated to the final level that he can a- attain. Your highest level he's of black belt. He's got all the stones. He However, one stone. what what his master is telling him to transcend to the level of master. Then you could be like Bruce Lee. He's got to search for the master and and find out this special information about which would will guide him to tell him how to unlock the secrets. All right, that's okay. cool. I see right. that. Yeah. So make you feel better. Okay. So all of a sudden they go back to Harlem. Okay. Or where they always They're were. Still were in Harlem. The Turns whole time. out he actually does live with a normal family. He may or may not be adopted. I never got that part, <laughs> and I wasn't sure. Um, You'd so, think so because his brother is a little street savvy, and and uh, his brother street savvy. He's so into kung fu culture that he speaks like he um like like, Eng- like English is his second language. Like he talks like a Chinese dude that got that came here. Mm-hmm. He hangs out in in theaters and watches Bruce Lee movies, specifically <laughs> Enter the Dragon. And um, I don't know that he always does that. You're making it sound like that's a normal thing he does. But I only can go with what that. the film okay. showed me. He the did film showed that. me that he hangs out in movies. He hung when out. he's not doing. He hung out in movies. Okay. Uh, he hangs out regularly gotcha. in movies. When he's not doing kung fu, he's watching kung fu. And um, that's the whole movie, basically, is that's when he does. But there is this dude that comes into the movie theater. He's another dude from Harlem. He's a black dude with uh, this crazy jerry curl tied up in a kung fu shredder kind of way. And he hears about... A shafro. He's a got a shafro. He hears about Leroy Green. You heard it here first. And how, how awesome he is. And he's like, my name is Shonuff, and I heard that there was a dude named Leroy Green, and he thinks he's badder than me. Well, he ain't, so I'm going to kill him. So that happens. 
Now, let me take it back and strip that down for a minute because so after he leaves the dojo in the first scene, right? He does have a family. You're correct on that. He yeah. does go. He, he is may or seen may not be in a movie theater. And what's happening is, is there's a weird part where they just show, show a different movie for five minutes. Show enough, which is the his adversary. Okay, he is the quote unquote Shogun of Harlem. Yeah, played by Julius Carey. So, which I don't know if he ever did anything else after this. Of Last Dragon fame. He basically, Leroy is in the movie theater, minding his own business, watching a Bruce Lee movie, intently studying it. And all of a sudden, Shogun comes in there not knowing, show enough, not knowing that Leroy's even in there. He just walks in and basically says, I'm back in town. So I guess you're to assume he was in jail. He had maybe gone and trained with the League of Shadows. I don't know what he did. He's making his presence But he immediately comes in and he's like, show enough is back! And then he's got a bunch of minions that every time he asks anything, he'll say, for example, who's the baddest? And then there's like four or five. Show no. Who's the prettiest? Yeah, he's got like three dudes, three chicks, and they all wear animal print kung fu outfits. Yeah, they're just like like neo-futuristic. Like what people in the 80s think that people would look like in the future. Right. Kind of like the warriors. Like hard shell skateboarding knee and elbow pads, but like they're covered in animal print. Yeah, like the people people from the warriors had sex with people from Saved by the Bell. And these, okay. were, and these were Blade their babies, Runners. and these were their babies, and it all happened in real time. So basically, no. show, show enough is in the movie theater, and a little kid, uh, somebody, he says, "Who's the baddest? I'm the baddest," and, and he says, "Nobody could beat me." And and some, you hear a little child yell, "I know who could beat you. It's Leroy, Bruce Leroy." Yeah. And then he sends one of his adult gang members, karate kung fu gang members, to go grab. I got him, show, and he takes this, that kid. He takes his child away from his parents and brings him up to this show enough, the Shogun of Harlem. Mm. And he points out the one and the only Leroy Green. Now, mm. apparently, Shonuff has heard about Leroy Green coming back to the community since he's been gone, whether, again, he's been in jail or whatever he's been doing. And so he goes and confronts Leroy Green. Well, well, well. If it ain't serious, Lucy, Leroy Green. I've been waiting a long time for this, Leroy. I am sick of hearing these bullshit Superman stories about the Wassa legendary Bruce Leroy catching bullets with his teeth. <laughs> catches bullets with his teeth? Nigga, please. So, uh, take it. You can take it from... Uh, the thing about that, the thing about that is as bad and as mean and as pretty as Shonuff is, if Leroy... Uh, Green is not ready to fight him. He won't do it. It has right. to be an honorable fight. I just think that he's, like he's practicing. Not, he's trying to provoke mar- him. A true martial art practitioner does not fight to prove anything. He would only fight yeah. if if he or needed to defend himself movie. or save somebody, or yeah. uh, if somebody wanted to challenge him on who 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 glowed, or if it was who glowed better. And I was writing a script, and I think that's how kung fu people right. acted. I would write that. Well, let me ask you this. Did you ever notice or take note? Because I didn't. I was thinking about this. What kind of shoes does Shonoff wear? Does he wear kiss boots? What goes with this ensemble? Because I never really... I'd have to go back and watch. It might almost be more like ballet shoes, but a different color. Like... Uh, uh, yeah, um, like soft. They're called something. I forget what they're called. Tabba boots. <laughs> I don't like know. Like ninjas wear. I don't know. So Shonoff comes in. He tries to provoke him, but Leroy Green keeps saying, like, I do not wish to fight you. Because he's, he's a quiet warrior. He doesn't look for confrontations. This happens several times in the movie, including the time when he's teaching the children to fight as dojo. Because Leroy Green also trains other uh, young children in the ways of kung fu, and Shonoff comes in there and says, "I'm ready for." Oddly it. enough, most of his class is Asian, but he's black. 
Yeah. Okay. yeah well, it's just where they are. You know what I mean? In Harlem. There's a lot of Asian people in Harlem. How close is Harlem, do you think, to Chinatown in New York? We probably should have checked that out on a Google map. but I, A subway ride away. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, somewhere pretty close. So, Shonoff keeps trying to confront him. And at one point, Leroy Green uh, comes across this striking young beauty who's being attacked. Vanity. Vanity. She's Prince, being Prince's attacked. Someone's trying to kidnap her. He steps in. He does not wish to fight, but he will fight when his back's against the wall, and he has to, to protect someone else who's innocent. But he doesn't fight Shonoff. No. Okay. He fights just to save this girl. He saves the girl, uh, but won't take any credit for it, and kind of says, "Are you okay?" And then, like, does like a ninja vanish and takes off. Uh, she hey, ends up becoming let me ask a love you this, interest. If, if you can get around, do you that. feel that the ninja vanish probably helped that? I feel like oh, it added we, mystique for sure. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. If he was sticking around, like, yeah, I saved you, Doug like, now, now show me, you know, yeah, your boobs or something. That that wouldn't have worked, dude. Some Siegfried and Roy stuff right there. He had to do like. Well, all the '80s movies. But didn't he leave something not behind? All of them. If I Ducky remember right, Ducky probably would have gone for it right away. <laughs> but most of the '80s movies, and he failed like, constantly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if you learned anything from '80s movies, it's like be that strong, silent type, and be like, "I don't have time for loving. I got to go work at the factory." That's and right. like, eventually, the girl will show you her movies. Didn't he leave something there that she picked up off the street, like nunchucks or a, a shuriken or some sort of weapon that she was like, oh, I'm going to hold on to this. Oh, he had like a, a chain or something. <laughs> he had one of those medals. Or okay. One of those last dragon stones. He had something very important. Oh, I got you. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah I some, remember now. It's his medallion. In order to find the last right. um, um, trainer. He needed to bring that to the master and then yes. have the master unlock the secrets of he Kung Fu. He left it with her. He ends up talking to his jive-talking brother. Who convinces, like, helps him find her. He goes and finds her. Then she starts making the moves on him. Mm-hmm. But he's like, no, I do not wish to. I am too shy. And then they have this super awkward scene where he's like, uh, a friend of mine told me that, like, he wanted to. And he didn't quite say get it out with a girl, but that's what he meant. He was like, I do not know the moves of lovemaking. And she's like, I could show you the moves of lovemaking. And it gets super weird and awkward. But then he pulls out because he's like, no, I'm not going to do it. Not like, physically. No, no, because he never, he never, never puts right. in. But he's like, he recoils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he backs up and uh, he lets it be known that he's not ready for this kind of thing. Until finally, push comes to shove. They get together in this club that she runs. She's a DJ, and uh, they go to this club, and she basically is trying to convince him to like make a move to to her. They didn't have Viagra then. No, they didn't have Viagra, and um. He was more the shy type, as you've already said. So in order to get him ramped up, what she did was she played him Bruce Lee highlights. So he got so... With a techno mix, though, behind it. Yeah, like an 80s five techno mix. So he got so excited from watching Bruce Lee highlights, which I would argue should maybe uh, make him not want to get it on with her less. But he got so excited from her highlights, or his highlights, that he then plants a big sloppy one on her. And, you know, they're the sort of, you know... They, but he's also... They, they he also... Out. He's also, as he's being excited, he starts doing kung fu while mimicking Bruce Lee's kung fu. Sort of yes. like how Splinter uh, mimicked the uh, the karate moves of his master. Oh, for hours and hours. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah it wasn't like uh, he just watched it and like he's okay, now I'm ready for love. He watched it and he's like, he starts making the noise. I forgot, I forgot that. He always goes, <laughs> like the more yeah. noisy he gets doing kung fu and the more noisy Bruce Lee gets. Yeah. Who, again, sort of you're watching a Bruce Lee movie, sort of not. Dude, the only guy, the guy only has 1% body fat. So, you you know, that's ridiculous. Ryan Reynolds has about seven. 
Oh no, not that. I don't think so. No, no, no. I've, you think he's I've, had I've, less read, than Bruce Lee? I've, I've read stats. It's like five. It's pretty sick. Bruce Lee had one. Three to five. One. Well, I didn't let him meet for like right. eight years. Uh, yeah. So, oh, and by the way, all this time there's another bad guy besides Shonuff. There's a guy who wants to get his. I guess it's his girlfriend, but I thought it was his daughter. There's a guy who wants to get his girlfriend's music video shown in this club that Vanity works at. He's she, like a like, low, like he's supposed to be like some sort of like shysty mob type. Eddie Arcades is the guy. Very name. poorly cast uh, mob type guy, <laughs> and uh, who's got this wild as crazy, super long hair on the sides that goes up wild like uh, like sideshow Mel. Or I can't remember which one it is, but uh, yeah. So he wants his girlfriend's music video to be played. And so he tries to do, like, instead of just an old-fashioned payola, give her money. Right. Or he coke. Basically, he basically, like, talks her. He tries to kidnap this vanity chick. That's who was kidnapping her in the beginning. And says, basically, play this video or it's curtains, right? That's right. His, that's his whole shtick. So he's now worried about showing fighting and protecting vanity's honor. So why she doesn't just play the shitty video, nobody really knows. Well, let me help you this wrap this around, Ben. Because ba- so basically what happens is Eddie Arcadian uh, tries... Am I not to- telling this in a linear he, fashion? He, 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 try, he tries to, to force Vanity to uh, give him some street cred by by her playing who she's super popular and runs like a discotheque that all the kids go to. The VJ. Right. Club, yeah. So by her... Um, and William H. Macy's in this movie as well. What? But, uh, yeah, he is her boss as a young William H. Macy. But anyway, so... Eddie Arcadian figures out stars. that, like, hey, every time he tries to put the uh, the screws to Vanity, um, all this Bruce Leroy keeps popping up to defend her honor and protect her. He's, uh, you know, coming out of the shadows. So what does he do? He sends a bunch of dudes to go, basically, he sets them up, and he's going to get Bruce Leroy's ass kicked by about 40 dudes. Well, Bruce Leroy is able to uh, manipulate through that gauntlet. But what, Bruce Leroy? Yeah, but at the end of the day, Eddie Arcadian had a, another trap set for him behind that trap which was he decided to find the one guy who could defeat Bruce Lee the one guy who's been hunting him right. the whole movie so he figures out a way to make to put Shonoff in the same room as uh, Lee there's Bruce even Lee. a point at the at the Kung Fu Academy when Shonoff's like licking my boots and he, he does because he's like I won't fight even if I lick boots yeah so he has to fight now or tab shoes I'm not sure if he's wearing boots I still don't sure. I think they're like um, like pleather boots so he has to fight Shonuff in the end, in which is an epic battle. Uh, and in this final battle, right before he meets Shonuff, all the kids from his academy jump in. And they hop in like the Ewok style. Yeah. Like from Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Like they start taking down Adats and shit. Mm-hmm. Final battle with Shonuff. He finally is beating Shonuff. He's doing good. But then Shonuff reaches some deeper, whole nother other level. And has like electricity coming out of him. And all of a sudden, it's like he's like fighting Raiden. Like he's got like... It's like his hand turns into like a, the glow, a lit up glowing claw. Red. He starts glowing red claw. And he starts really putting it to Bruce, Bruce Leroy Green. Uh, and then his master comes out and basically says, the master you were looking for the whole time is you. Look within yourself. So then he gets a super neon crazy Tron glow. And he starts fighting, and then he takes out Shonuff well, in epic fashion. Well, but, but you see, you missed out on something important here. Because I said epic Tron glow. As he's being beaten by Shonuff, who has the glow, Leroy is thinking, like, well, wait a second. How is it that this guy's transcended and he is the master, when actually I am also, I'm a master, but he doesn't have the glow, and he's looking at himself like, why don't I have the glow? Mm. And as the glow. Shonuff is drowning him, he, his master doesn't come out. Oh, it's he right. has he's a, sticking he his has head a in a fountain. Of, no, it's not a fountain. It's like a dirty old rusty water thing. In a or a rusty water thing. 
it's like the fountain over there where the bums take baths. It's been two weeks since I saw it. So uh, he basically, he, he remembers his master telling him like, hey, the last place you look is the place you're going to find the master. And he realizes ultimately like a fortune cookie, the true answer is inside, right? Look within. So that's what he does. And he comes out of that out of that water and it, show enough tells him like, I'm going to dunk you and I'm going to one last time when you come up. I'm going to ask you who the master is. And at that point, you need to, the correct answer is going to be... Johnny from The Outsiders. Like, shit was right. real. The correct answer is going to be Shonuff. Yeah. He might even say, who's the prettiest or meanest? To Shonuff's dismay, as he comes out of the water, he says, who's the master? Movie, and Leroy replies, <laughs> I am. Then he becomes glowing as and well. And they, point, they have a glow fight. And it's pretty awesome. It's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, well, they have a glow fight. How many shurikens do you give this? Can I default and say how many daddy like, I just don't get it to the point where I shouldn't be handing shurikens movie. out? Like, like I don't feel it's fair for me to give it any shurikens because I don't feel like I appreciate throwing the shurikens enough. But if they're my shurikens, if they're my shurikens to throw, this gets a, a .5 out of four shurikens. I know you were. This gets a half shuriken. You were only allowed to watch certain things, and and and. I have to think that martial arts was completely off your radar, like while it was. I actually, I popular. used to watch Samurai Sunday after church. Okay, but I'm talking about sweet. like I'm talking about like Hollywood. I saw the one where the one dude couldn't use his arms and one dude couldn't use um, feet mm-hmm. or whatever. Oh, it was super sweet. Okay. It was like three ninjas all all came together. All right, oh, it was uh, great. but Hollywood kung fu or Hollywood karate yeah. movies. All right, if you think that's better, you you were off your radar completely. Because yeah. I'm trying to think. To Not suggest- until I got into my late teens, then I saw Legends of the uh, Drunken Master, and mm-hmm. I was like, that blew my mind. I still think that's one of my favorites. That's legit. Oh, dude. Now, see, that's about old. Chan? See, yeah. Now, you have me watch old movies, and you want me to convince, I'm you about, convince about me that they're good? Movies, you want to convince me that these old movies are good? Well, Legends of the Drunken Master ain't new, and no. that's good. Well, with that being said. That gets so- five out of four whiskey bottles. This one gets a half shuriken. He could only fight when he's completely drunk because that's the way he was trained. Oh, dude, Correct. That's so the, that's awesome. that's the idea of the movie. He fight, no, he fights in drunken style. But I'm saying the re, he was trained to fight that style. The only yeah. way he's really proficient at it is if he's truly drunk. Yeah. So yeah, it's like did you every, ever learn to fight drunken? Dude, it's everything I love rolled into <laughs> I one movie. Say. I love kung fu. I saw. Um, it, uh, I love Jackie uh, Chan. I love Roadhouse Green is sort of like that, but it seems like when they're drunk, their fighting is not as good. Roadhouse is a great movie. You've seen it, so we can't go. We can't I'll hate my classic house. dad. It's been a while. I'll do that one. We want you to see Rad, I think. Anyways, I'm glad you guys liked this when you were young. I hate to shit on like your childhood, but this is really... You guys You guys liked a bad movie. <laughs> oh, so that, that's it then? It's a bad movie. That's it. It's bad. I give Say Anything credit. I gave... What else did I give credit? Oh, Footloose is great. We need to be keeping a running... Yeah, Footloose, Footloose is, good. is awesome, man. Yeah, Say Anything's good. Uh, Footloose is good. That was uh, weird it. science is bad. Everything else. Weird science is bad. Uh, this one you had me watch is bad. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Vision Quest. Queen to it. Yeah, eh. Vision Quest is good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's not like I just don't like them, and I understand they're. If if I was five in the eighties, this movie's That's awesome. The, but I'm, I'm hoping but this movie is written by. Did like, you see the Wraith? This you movie- saw the Wraith, right? Did yeah, you that's know- bad too. That's super <laughs> bad. <laughs> now, dude, how do you how do you compare the two? Because I know we talked about the Wraith. The Wraith. Is a better movie than really? this one. Yeah, the Wraith tries to have a plot. This movie, it doesn't even bother. Please, I'm asking everybody's stand this up. Movie doesn't up. bother. And, and 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 you know what? If you liked Ben before better than you like me, I think <laughs> that at sorry. this point, 
Uh, but no, I suggested I suggested the next movie you Dude, watch. Dude, this movie doesn't know what's going on. There's like a bad guy who's a mobster, but then you don't know what's going on. <laughs> I, I, I believe that the next movie that Ben should watch is rad, but um, I, right. I I think we should take some suggestions. I, I, I guarantee there will be other people out there that definitely I have a couple left on rad. my board have you seen rad? if I don't get any new one. No. Okay. I don't even I, want to tell you what rad is. No, I like going in nothing. Okay. If I would have gone in, Enter the Dragon, didn't I, have, I, didn't enter the dragon I went in almost knowing nothing. And look, I'm I'm glad you guys liked it as a kid. Not Enter the Dragon. You're talking about the last dragon. The last Barry dragon. Barry Gordy's the last, the last dragon. Enter the Dragon's sweet. Last Dragon. <laughs> I, I just don't know what's going on in this movie. Like, I thought they were in China, but they weren't in China. I thought he was adopted. They weren't. I thought the singing chick was his daughter. And that, I put some of the blame on me, and I put some of the blame on the people that made the movie. Barry Gordon? Oh, the war- I watched The Warriors. That was one of them. Yeah, that The Warriors movie, is great. That's pretty Love sweet. It. Yeah, I mean, great. it's cheesy, but it's old. You know what I mean? But it's good. They're it's all good. cheesy, it's man, good. across the board. But I like the cheese. Have you seen Weekend at Bernie's? Uh, I know me and Nick reviewed it a long, long time ago. I think you and I did like a long form, like hour. Oh, and that a was half. me and you. <laughs> that's how long ago it was years ago. You and I did a thing at Weekend Bernie's where we pitched the movie. Oh yeah, that's right. That's we, right. We used to do this thing where we'd we'd pitch we'd take a movie that was so bad and we'd pitch it. We'd like to figure out how it got like, sold. How did this get made? Yeah, but right. We'd like pitch but we'd it. really talk about how it got sold to the executives. All right, that's episode one twenty six. Did you have something you wanted to add? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just um, one last thing and arguably the most important thing. Uh, September 22nd, my brother's baby girl was born. So um, congratulations to Mark. I don't think he listens to the show. <laughs> but in case you guys know my brother, Mark, uh, uh, you know, tell him congratulations. Baby Marla is here. She's healthy. 10 pound baby, dude. I don't know if it's bigger. I have children. 10 pounds I still don't know if big, it's big dude. or not big. 10 pounds all natural. Just. Look out, world. Here I come. Mm. Yeah, so uh, I haven't even seen the baby yet because I came down with a thing in my throat and you, I didn't want to. Well, you were well enough to go out to the bar, but whatever. Well, no, I was fine then. <laughs> I, hey, I had that planned. That was the day okay. after. No, dude, I, I don't want to. Uh, it's a brand new baby, man. I got if you. I got any weirdness going nah, on. you just don't want to. I got you. Yeah. Look, if I have a tickle in my throat and I don't want to see the baby. Total, it makes total yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. Here's the you thing. Know, I drink may, beer. I may have a fever, a plus no, I, don't, it's fine. I don't like kids, and it's I may fine. have a fever. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, I don't have anything to report. No one in my family's done anything great. So it is. Uh, that is episode 126. We'll see you next week.